We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Banana Slime Jaren Podcast, episode 69. Today's guest is going to be Monkey with the Rock Climbing Gear. Hello, Monkey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jenkins. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I don't spend enough time with you guys, so here I am doing a podcast with you. Hooray. <laughs> don't see you guys every day. Basically. <laughs> All right, Brian, ask me some questions. Let's go. Dude, you're literally hosting it. Why am I asking you questions? <laughs> no, dude, I'm not the host, man. I'm in the middle. You're on the left. That's the that's the that's power true. slot. That's true. That's, the left that's... is the power slot. Okay, we'll start it off then. Who's the power slot in a Dota lobby? Is it the top, middle? bottom who's 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 the is it power bottoms uh, yeah I, I think i think people think it's the top but it's usually like the the top is the guy that's uh the i don't know like that everybody's trying to appease on the dota team okay and like in reality that guy's not the powerful one that guy that guy's like the the like loose cannon i i think the bottom one is the power slot because nobody really wants that and so the most like mature person will take the bottom one in fact sometimes they might even demand it from somebody else. <laughs> very emotionally mature. This is just a very, very uh, hypothetical situation that you're referring yes, to right now. Yes, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, but I have Not to agree. True. The person that goes into the bottom slot is probably like the coolest guy on the team. Most likely best looking. Sexiest. Maybe does, does a lot probably of lifts, lifts, lifts the most. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. So monkey, <laughs> did you get a haircut, buddy? Yeah, I did. Like two days ago, three days ago. Someone, Hell yeah. Um, what, what, yeah! What what's you know motivated you to go get a haircut? Uh, my hair was getting long, and it was. God, that makes sense. So. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that really does actually. That's a really good question, Brian. Too. Holy shit, we're getting deep. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about: is really getting down to the nitty gritty of of what makes us us you know yeah right so usually we talk about dota and stuff but i've been uh hearing actually we very rarely talk about dota uh you know i've been hearing about your that's what you said last time bro we didn't talk about dota at all yeah your expedition for a castle you know i haven't heard an update jengens if people don't know he's looking to buy a castle is there any update on this uh journey Mm. Well, uh, people are asking where the goal is because I did remove it from the stream overlay. Uh, there was one time that Raid Shadow Legends was sponsoring me, and they said, hey, get this shit off the fucking screen. You're making us look like a laughing stock. 
You're not going to be able to afford a castle. You're not going to get 400,000 subs. You're 0.1% of the way there. And I said, okay, because I'm a cuck. Uh, and then I've just been too lazy to add it back. But it's still, uh, the goal is still there. Uh, if you look up castle prices, they're actually about the same as pre-COVID. And I don't know where you guys live. I do actually know where you guys live. <laughs> but I would say that if I was on another podcast uh, to, you know, to get into what I'm about to say next. Uh, just, you know, for the English to, you know, ah, flow yeah. through. Uh, but it doesn't make any sense in this case because I actually do know you guys quite quite well. So I, I, I know that this is, uh, you know, rhetorical. What the fuck was I saying again? Ah, yes. Property prices. Very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> we're, 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 no, not, not for a castle, actually. So where I live, the houses are as much as in Los Angeles. The average house price is as much as in fucking L.A. In Canada. Yeah, that's pretty who, bad. Who gives a shit? About Canada, it's fucking cold here six months of the year. And the houses, and I'm supposed to believe that the houses are as expensive as a city that has like the third highest GDP in the world, other than like Singapore, Dubai, I don't know, maybe some other like big cities. Fucking ridiculous. Th that's not right. Property prices. So castles are actually pretty cheap compared to that. Everybody <laughs> thought my castle was a joke two years ago. Everybody thought it was a joke. Jenkins, you're, that's castles are expensive to upkeep. You know what's expensive to upkeep now? A fucking house that's a million dollars. Anyway, I don't remember what that's you asked, good. but fuck property <laughs> prices, good. man. That's a good point. Great, great rant. Thank you. I just got a donation for $100 that says, give it to Monkey. I don't know how. Thank you, reported. <laughs> that's a good donation. That was a really nice donation. <laughs> I don't have alerts on there. I don't have alerts on here, but I guess I'm, I guess I'm taking monkeys out to dinner at some point. Then that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm taking monkeys out to dinner with a hundred dollars for you. That'll be the fucking appetizer, dude. No, nah, that'll fancy, be the that'll your be the fancy drinks. New York. Your fancy New York dinners. <laughs> you know, I, I I had explained to my mom. I was like, yeah, I, you know, I got this friend Brian, and he told me I've never eaten before, and she's like, that doesn't make any sense. Is he is is he living in an institution? And I said, no, he should for all the things that he's done, but he's not. And he told me that I haven't eaten before because I haven't all the restaurants I haven't I've gone to haven't been five star New York friggin' restaurants of Mister Fancy Pants over there spending big money. So what? I get pizza every fucking night. You got a you got a problem with that? That's real food. I literally, I literally zoned Jenkins out. I don't, I don't know what he's ranting to you. Dude, this is our kosh all over again, bro. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. I, I, I speak like... the truth, man. <laughs> I mean, if you, I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't function as a human being if I listen to every word that Jenkins says. You know, I've only got so many brain cells to lose. I just, I over the just realized. Of my I realized. I, I realized I was tuning him out, and then I started paying attention again. And he's just like, "Yeah, I don't go to fucking five star restaurants, Brian." Yeah, it was too late by that point. I, I was. I was miles ahead of you, dude. There was, it was too late. Dude, this is why communication on Arkosh never works. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. You yeah, know? you're talking about the content team. You know, yeah, exactly. Sundays for Sacrificial Cup. Exactly, exactly. Brian's just avoiding avoiding the question of what, of his five-star restaurant habit. You know, I don't have a habit. I go, I go to these like three times a year maybe. And I did yeah. tell Jenkins specifically. I said, you know, I thought – 
I knew what eating was. And then I like went to New York and had some like amazing food and realized that like, there's a lot that you're probably missing out there. So dude, that's the most to... excited New Yorker thing I've ever heard. That is the most tried... New Yorkian shit. I tried to tell Jenkins he should come <laughs> visit me so that I could eat him. I mean, eat, with him at one of these whoa, restaurants. Whoa, dude! All right, dude. I'm not. An, I'm not a beloved pet here. All right, I'm not an animal. You don't get to eat me. I'm not your pet rat from fifth grade, Brian. Well, well pet rat Brian, Binky. Brian's secret is out now. He wants to eat Jenkins. It was his sister's rat, actually. It was his sister's rat. She had no idea where it had gone until the skeleton turned up. Tried to shove it down the drain. He tried to he tried to shove it down the drain. Of course, of course. His his waffle stomping uh, practice was really how, paying how, off. How else are you supposed to dispose of a of a rat's skeleton? <laughs> now the thing is that people are probably if you guys haven't watched <laughs> that's like that's a good um, quote. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched a good amount of Jenkins or myself talking to Jenkins, you're probably wondering why he's doing this, and. <laughs> I think the best description I want to give is going back to is going back to uh the We Play major back uh last summer. And I want to preface by saying Jenkins' entire life is a bit. Okay guys, like he's okay. like doing like he's doing like a impromptu skit at all times, and that's what I mean by a bit. So we were we were at this major, and there was this one day where we're all like touring. The, like the first day we got there, we're touring, like what our workplace is gonna look like, the studio and all that kind of stuff. And there's just like a very small break room. There's just like a tiny ass break room, and in the break room, there's a loaf of bread. And Jenkins, oh, just took the it loafing. Up, Jenkins just took it upon himself to pick up the loaf of bread and just randomly hand it to people. And it was just, <laughs> it's like, what do you do? What do you do when somebody hands you a loaf of bread? And then Jenkins, <laughs> Jenkins realized, I guess, pretty quickly that like people have no idea what to do when you give them a loaf of bread. <laughs> Especially at like a, a studio, like a big studio. Nobody expects you to be walking around with a fucking loaf of bread. So if you, if you hand it to them, there's just so much visible confusion on their face that they just grab it before they even realize what's happened. And then, and then they're just standing there with a loaf of bread. Everybody looks at them like, why the fuck does this idiot have a loaf of bread? Dude, I got so many people. He just did that. I love like so the... many people. I love bus drivers. I loved. I loved. <laughs> I, I loved. I loved so many WePlay employees, dude. So many WePlays. Like literally, the guy, the guy that was like running the entire production. I was always fucking getting him with the loaf. And why, he, and, why and, would why would he keep accepting it? Why wouldn't he just, dude? Say, I don't dude, want because your he'd bread. be busy. He'd be busy. Listen, imagine you're imagine you're sitting there and you're like, oh yeah, like put this fucking $50,000 statue of Juggernaut over there. They'll put the cameras over here. Oh, hey, EG, like, yeah, well, you know, they're doing all this, like, all this stuff, really important stuff, millions of dollars on the line. Some, and then somebody hang, walks up to you and just like, hey, yo, dude, check here, hold this. Like, he's doing important stuff, right? So he's got in his head, important stuff is going to be happening to me right now. This loaf of bread comes in all of a sudden out of the corner. That's an important thing to him. Every fucking time I got him, and he was getting mad to the point that he was loaf he was loafing me back. So he, but he was getting me. He was getting me not with the. the, the here's what actually fucked. This actually made me uncomfortable. This is what fucked me. He was loafing me. He would hand me a camera and be like, "This is like a camera worth like 
$50,000. One of those like fucking slow-mo cameras. Like one of the ones that, you know, like the big fancy ones. And he would hand it to me. I'd be like, dude, don't trust me with this. And he'd just be sitting there laughing. Like, dude, you just got loafed. And it's like, no, dude, it's funny because I'm doing it with a loaf of bread. When you're handing me an actual camera I have to hold and be uncomfortable with, I don't want to drop it. Then it's, it is actually fucking serious, dude. I'm not to be trusted with this. It was getting to the point. Like, I think, I, I think, uh, I think Brian, I loafed you on stream, right? Didn't, didn't I get you one time on stream? Yeah, I brought everybody did. out coffee. And then, you and did. then for you, I gave, I gave you the loaf of bread. You did do that. Yes. You yeah, were very, you were I, very... I, I actually do remember that. I remember you doing that. He, he was very disappointed. I think I, I think I eventually brought you a coffee after that, but the the loafing. Was, I was expecting was, uh... a hot chocolate. I think. Ah, oh, yes, yes, you were. And then yes. you brought me a loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you know, that was it. Was not the fact that the loaf itself, like I expected it to be important. It was that I literally expected it to be something else, Jenkins. <laughs> Dude, okay. There's two. Bread. There's two people that actually fucked with me when I when I loafed them. So I loafed Chris Luck. Actually, I loafed all of Beast Coast. I walked up and I was like, hey guys, like something really fucking important. And they're like, they're like, oh, you know, this guy's like from production or something. So he's probably got something important to tell us. I hand them the loaf of bread. They look really confused for like one second. And then they just open it up and start eating it. It's like, fuck, no, that's, you're supposed to be confused. You don't just eat it. They're eating like soup or something and they start dipping. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, they think I just actually handed them like a dip. Or something to, to dip in their soup. They're just appreciative. So I go and I grab the loaf back. And uh, apparently Chris Luck said to, to to Avo Plus, he's like, he he said something in Spanish. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know how to speak anything other than like idiotic English. So I'll just walk away. And Avo comes up to me later. He's like, dude, you know, he just asked if you were high, right? He's like, where's this guy getting the shrooms? Because I want some. Very Ill illegal in whatever country we were in. Ah, oh, yes, Ukraine. That's shit. That place. That's rough. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's it, Romania Brian. For uh, for Ti. Yeah, but I was talking about the loafing. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Was wait. Avo in Ukraine? No, he wasn't in Ukraine. I must have been uh, loafing yeah. people at Ti. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, 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 no. Let me think. Let me think. I think Avo was there. Yeah, he was there. He was there as like a stand-in manager, I'm pretty sure, for Beast Coast. I think Washi couldn't make it for that one. I think that's what it was. He wasn't casting that. Like he was he was like a translator. Go ahead and salvage this as best you can, Jenkins. Go ahead. That's actually true. He was there. Okay. That's literally true. You just don't remember him being there because you're an asshole. I actually didn't know Avo at all during that event, so I wouldn't have known like he didn't introduce himself or anything, so I didn't know who he was. He's been around I, forever, I, dude. I mean, it's like one of those things where if you don't like watch the streams or whatever, then how are you supposed to know who he is? I do know, I do know who Avu is now, guys, because I met him at TI a lot, and he was—he's quite a stand-up gentleman. So uh, he started what as a caster for for the SA scene, or like more—he more of like a community member almost, and made his way all the way to TI. So pretty pog story. But uh, I have to interrupt this and say that I have another $20 tip saying, give to Jenkins to give to Monkey. Thank you, reported. <laughs> That's a was that from the Why? same guy? That, no, it's actually a different guy. Okay. Uh, looks like, <laughs> All right. Looks like, uh, <laughs> Jenkins, next time I see you, I will be handing you $20.
Yeah. And now you now you need to take monkeys. Jenkins out to dinner when Jenkins is taking me out to dinner. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a three way dinner. Yeah, we'll do yeah. a three way dinner. Yeah, I, I twenty dollars. I can like afford an appetizer there, and yeah. you guys can eat like a delicious full meal, and I'll just sit there and watch are. you guys eating the full meal. It's like Arkosh gaming all over again. I just have to watch you guys have a good time from like the pathetic <laughs> cuck offline. There you oh, go. Oh yes, my core positions. Take all the farm in the world. I'll just get a BKB and push waves. Don't Are worry about me. Are you complaining about how much I've been farming? <laughs> no, okay, now, dude. Listen, it's a bit relax. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Can we talk about that, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> what would you like me to say, weighing in on this matter, Jenkins? <laughs> What's going on with Arkash Gaming, dude? What's happening there? <laughs> Wonderful things, man. I heard they won yesterday. Yeah, they're winners. It looked like they just had the opponent outdrafted in Game 3. It looked like they yeah. were really cohesive and on the same page for the third It looked game. like one guy was literally ignoring what whatever the other guys were saying. <laughs> and not communicating at all. I don't know who you're talking about, because I remember seeing a good tri-lane top, really well-played-out tri-lane. And then, so those oh those three people must have been. And then I also saw the Night Stalker gank with the Leshrac and high five afterwards. So there was clearly good communication going on. So <laughs> I really guess was. it, ac yeah, that's it actually that's had to be true. the Batrider then, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think the Bat was having just a shitty fucking game, dude. That guy sucked. He looked so uncomfortable. Dude, actually, it was so nice looking at monkeys and seeing a guy who's like level eight to the enemy guy's level six. That was sick. That was nice. I knew I was getting carried at that point. So my question here is... I actually wanted to to talk about this a little bit. Is Arkosh, when I was scouting out their drafts, because I've heard they've got a pretty experienced drafter, is they ran safe lane they ran safe lane Batrider against Timbersaw. And it owed, right? And then today I saw Tundra versus OG, and Tundra ran off lane Batrider against the Timbersaw in lane. So what question you have to ask yourself is who came first? The chicken. Who's the chicken and who's the egg here, Jenkins? Was Arkosh the chicken or the egg here? Who copied who? Right, that, that's a really fucked up question because the chicken and the egg is a question of which one of those comes first. So even if I answer that, I'm not giving you a proper answer. So that, that comparison true. makes absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> and it's really rude because you're sitting next to monkeys who wouldn't even eat either of those things because he's vegan. So that's right. really offensive. To come out here but, and say that, and you know with chickens, I want to eat those because they're friendly pets that people love, and he's vegan. So you're just offending two people at once. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not vegan, Jenkins. I'm, I'm vegetarian. Whatever, dude. Yeah, Who cares? Not... <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. You're the Whatever, one dude. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, my girlfriend's vegetarian. Oh, yeah? Have you had Beyond Beef? Yes, I have. How do you like it? It It's like all right. I I don't know. Apparently it like kind of tastes like real meat, but I've never had real meat before, so I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't think it does. I I think that's a lie, dude. I I, I like the here you know what? I I feel like with it just has to be burger shaped. That's that's the real thing here is that I think people just like burger shaped and hot dog shaped things and making it mouths. taste like in their mouths. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Meaty, just delicious, juicy. Yeah, and, and I, I think the problem is people, they, they're out there trying to make it taste like real meat, but be, why, vegetarians are disgusted by real meat. That's, that's kind of the point. 
So uh, the reason I like I like the Beyond Beef is because it doesn't taste like real meat. It's like sweet to me. It t- it like actually has a yeah. flavor rather than like just dead animal corpse. You know, it's nice. I know BSJ. I don't mean to get you erect, BSJ, bringing that sort of thing up. But there's a reason I really why you can't see any further down on my camera. <laughs> that's that's really really reasonable. And your hunch. <laughs> Are you just holding a toenail clipper? No. What is that? Your right hand, left hand. Okay, dude. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You've derailed. So go go ahead and ask your next fucking question, Brian. <laughs> yeah, let me go to my next analogy here. Okay. Or, all and, right. No, I mean sorry. My notes and my outline is what I actually meant. To yeah. Say. Yeah. Of uh, course. Let me see here. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love it when Brian goes to the goes to the notes. Yeah, he, oh. he always finds something real, real interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just got to make sure I had, I came prepared to discuss with Jenkins all the things that he talks about. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you know, research. I, I do think we have the obligatory like three minute segment of of the podcast that has to talk about Dota because okay. we are three Dota players. So I'll just ask you, if your teammate picks X hero and it's not Pudge or Techies, what is the most like? It gives you the most anxiety slash like I don't want to play with this guy on my team this game. Like, what's your worst experience in your game so far? Um, oh man, I feel like man, uh, dude, it's like I anti mage or Slark. It's it's like one of these whenever those heroes are not good and you see somebody pick them and you know that like they need to be an expert at it, but they aren't, but they're like bronze tier. And you just know that the game's going to be insanely fucking hard because that guy's never going to carry you. That gives me anxiety. Okay. Haven't you been, haven't you been spamming offlane anti-mage? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a different, that's different because you're offlane and it's about space creation. <laughs> you're a tank. It's totally different. I mean, when you have a carry and they're expected to win the game and they're bronzed here and you know that they're not going to, that's, that gives me anxiety. Is there anything on your team that gives you anxiety, monkeys? Anxiety? Uh, that's or not like you're just not looking anxiety. forward to the game that you're about to play, you know, like because your team not, picked that. I, I, I feel like typically not on my team, but like sometimes I see certain heroes on the enemy team that are like hard hard to catch or something and i'm just like it's just gonna be a, an, an annoying game like this is just gonna be shit like a puck <laughs> like a puck yeah yeah with yeah, no, yeah, with yeah. No like, a really, like, like a free puck game or a free ember game or something and you just look at it and you're just like if this guy plays oh, remotely no, yeah. acceptable you're just you're you know you're in for a bad time yeah yeah you have to like rush a sheep stick yeah. Orchid's not good enough because by the by the time you get it, he'll have a Yule's. So you yeah, actually need a sheep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah so I asked suck. you guys about specific heroes, but I gotta say the real barn burner for me it really burns my or grinds my gears. Okay, yeah, is when burns my off lane is my off lane and mid are two ranged heroes with no stuns. Yeah, it's it actually that's hurts reasonable. me internally. Yeah. It hurts me internally every time. You know, you have like a death prophet off lane and like a necro mid, or it's like if, if, these heroes individually are strong heroes. I get it, but then the opponent, like you said, just picks like a puck or an ember, 
and that guy spends the entire game running at me because I have can two I, tanky fucks with no stuns, and I don't want to fuck with that guy. Can know? I be honest with you here? I I, I think uh, to like, I think I'm actually a big reason in a lot of uh, NA games. The one you know, there's not many games going on in NA, right? You queue, really you are, probably yeah. you you probably get you probably get the game, like the one game that's being played. I'm a lot of the time the reason that there aren't any stuns, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Because I, I, it's like I just get this ADHD brain, and I, I don't, I seriously don't know how to fix it. Like I was talking to Purge at when I was last DPC, and he was like, "Dude, he genuinely was thought that I was medicating with Red Bull." He was like, "Dude, you're medicating ADHD with Red Bull or something." Something like I used to do that. It's like oh, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but I have this like ADHD brain where like I can't fucking, I can't be Night Stalker every game in a row. You know, I can't do it. I can't be Sand King. I get so bored. And then I don't even play that hero well when I play it because I just I know in my mind I just don't want to play it. You know, mm. it's like so I will I will get queue into a game. That probably means I just shouldn't queue, but I'll queue into a game and I'll be like, okay, what do I want to play? Not that guy, not that guy, not that guy. I just feel like playing a ranged guy, and I'd rather take the hit of the game being really hard and play something that I want to that's fun than t- and and I know it pisses people off. And I know it pisses people off, but I don't realize until I get to the pick screen that this is a problem for me. You know what I mean? It's like an Arkosh when Gremlo wants offlane coddle and says shit like that. It's like it's the it's the stupidity in the brain. It's not it's not rationality it's or reason. Stupidity. It's the just the it's the idiotic idiot up there saying, "Hey, dude, be fucking coddle. That'll be a good time." All of a sudden, you know, your Aghanim scepter. They have fucking three BKBs. It's useless. Like. <laughs> But I, I I actually don't know what I to mean, do in that in that scenario. I, I, want, I wonder if maybe Gremlo shouldn't have bought an eggs. This is just so in- oddly specific. <laughs> that, that would have been an interesting solution. Yeah, well, it's very specific. But what what do you what do you do what do you do what do you do when you're just bored of the heroes that are good? What do you do? You want to play the game. You want to play Dota. I make it, other it, heroes good and win with them. Okay, well, yeah, you're a good player, dude. That's <laughs> that's you, man. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm playing offline anti mage out here, bro. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not monkeys forever, man. It is. I will say it's pretty hard to go against the meta flow. Like with whatever role you're playing, it's like if you just pick a carry that's like subpar. I just feel like everything game's hard for no reason. Like that's what I like. If I try to play Slark this patch, there was one game I picked it. And it was against like the most, it was like the most free game of Slark of all time. And it was still hard. And I was just like, that, that's not like enjoyable to have a hard game. Like, yeah, I don't know. it's like you, you get to do something new and unique and interesting, but you have these fucking weights on. Like, it's just so hard. That's why I said Slark is that hero for me that gives me anxiety because that's how he's been for like months now is, is that hero that like you have to be a god with it in order to make it work. And then even then, you're just making it ex- acceptable. It's just the, the level of a normal broken carry. You know? That's how Pudge has been too, dude. That's how Pudge has been as well. It's like if you're 14-0 on Pudge, you get to have the impact of a regular hero that's no- just B-tier with no kills. If you're 14-0, <laughs> the amount of Pudge games that I've lost where I've had like literally 20 flesh sheep stacks by like 20 minutes, it's it, it happens all the time. Because that just puts him up to a regular strength gain. Well, he has but, really high I mean, strength gain, doesn't he? No. No. 
But I mean, typically, <laughs> typically in those games, I feel like you should win because Pudge is just like conceptually broken. You just you hook someone out, you oh kill him. You... God. Okay. This you is Pudge, this is Pudge player copium right here. That's what that well, is. How how you you have one stun on your team, and you know it's just easy hooks as long as you or, or like an Atos or something. I don't know. Or they have to pop BKB every time they get Atos. That's that's not a good feeling. I feel like if you're popping off on Pudge and they just go on you, you always die. There's there's I, no I amount of items. There's no amount of items you can get where you're like that unkillable state. Where I feel like if I don't know, let's say like a timber saw, necrophos, death prop. Most offlaners, Mars, you get an armlet. Like yeah. you you get these items and it legit feels like you, you're past this threshold where like you can't die. To like the enemies would have to put every single one of their abilities on you. Wait for the cooldowns. Put every one of the abilities on you, and then kill you. Yeah, but it's Pudge, like when that you go... doesn't feel like you get to that point. Yeah, yeah it feels like you, you finally get to that point when you have Hood Halberd on Death Prophet. I fucking knew there's going to be an insult coming. <laughs> I knew that as soon as I could see it in his eyes. Oh my god, you, the smirk! You saw, you saw the death. You saw the death. Listen, there. listen, listen. Somebody, <laughs> sa I said. <laughs> somebody, you told me. You told me. To, I saw the fucking predator eyes. I did. You told me. You need a BKB. I said, I don't think I need it. The next fight, the very next fight, they all go on me. I siphon four of them. Everybody's like, Jenkins is dead. And Monkeys is like, because I don't communicate. Monkeys is like, oh, I don't think he's dead. I wasn't dead. I didn't fucking die because of the status resistance. All I needed was a status resistance. Magic resist, magic resist talent. Easy. I was alive. No problem. Then I got the BKB. So fucking relax, dude. <laughs> I knew the timing, man. I knew the thresholds, dude. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do remember when Monkey also called out that your BKB was flying out on the courier for you. He did call yeah, that out because <laughs> you you were incapable of doing that. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have is... like secret access to these comms? How do you how do you how do you know this? <laughs> We've just been watching the the Arkosh yeah, yeah, YouTube the, 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 comms yeah, videos. The the oh, where do, where would people ever find the Arkosh YouTube videos? That would be youtubecom Arkosh Gaming. Okay. Would subscribe to that YouTube channel tonight. There'll be a coming video. This is probably the greatest video in Dota history. As long as we get permission from the two people that might not want it to be posted. To post it. Any uh, teasers for the people in the audience? Yeah, there, <laughs> there was a game too where one gentleman actually walked off and refused to play and had to be <laughs> convinced by another young gentleman, a dapper young gentleman, to, uh, to come back and play muted. <laughs> That's so strange. And then he played that, an entire that... game without saying a fucking word. Wait, it's and then Arkosh really won after that? They won. They won. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Yes. That's wow, crazy. That is that is a crazy, crazy storyline. Yeah, no, it really happened. It really yeah. happened. Against Alien Mana Banana. Wow. Yeah. That is. So, that I just is can't impressive. imagine who could be on such a thin rope that they would possibly walk out on their team after game two like that yeah thin, thin, uh, you could call it a noose have, maybe like uh, of a, the world will a have rope. to find out when the uh when the video comes out the world will have to find out they'll yeah. have to find out at youtube.com slash arkosh gaming 69 yep oh and no no 69 on that one actually Oh, good, yeah, good, no. good, good save, Jenkins. Good yeah. save. Jenkins yeah. just automatically defaults to six nine, being at the end of all of his usernames, so he assumes it's at the end of that one too, guys. Just, just let me show. Context. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. 
Somebody in chat says, this is a really subtle conversation. There's no way any of us could possibly guess what might have happened. Looking forward to oh, the video. Oh, look at you. Holy <laughs> shit. It is Jenkins, Jenkins 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> this arrived in the mail at my dad's house, and he's like, son, why would you put 69 at the end of your name? You've besmirched the Jenkins name. Dude, it takes them so long to send this to you. Did you get yours, Brian? No, I haven't gotten mine yet. Dude, it takes them like so long, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say if you just got yours, mine's probably months away because you you probably hit it months before I did. Yeah, I have a second channel that almost has a hundred k, and they they just sent me this one. It's like, bro, I was so excited about this like two years ago, and now it's like, yeah, you know, once you're a hundred k Nelly, you uh, you're just like, yeah, I'm a hundred k Nelly, you know. You get used to it. Why are you saying it as a Nelly? I don't know. I I heard fucking streaming guys saying stuff like that. So <laughs> it's like a Zoomer thing. <sighs> yeah, was... Brian, a Zoomer thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Brian. I I'm hip yeah, with the Zoomers. I, I'm I'm about to be thirty years old, so I understand. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't understand. I mean, this. I, what, I, what, I have don't you, <laughs> what have you? What have you? What have you learned? What have you guys learned in your twenties? What what is your uh your life lesson in your in your twenties for the let's say for the for the twenty one year olds out there, give give them a, a decade uh of knowledge. You first, monkeys. hundred uh, K Andy, that's it. That's the right that's the right word. I, I don't know why I said Nelly. I don't know. I don't have a decade of knowledge. I have a decade I have a decade of Dota knowledge. I don't have life knowledge. I, I, I have one. I have one. I mean, don't give a don't give a fuck. All right, sure, that's a good one. That's 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 the one. To expand upon what Jenkins said, the only person that cares about what you do is you. So if you're th if you're not doing something because you're worried about what other people are gonna think about it, they really don't fucking care. I think is what Jenkins <laughs> is trying to say. True. Yeah. My best advice, or what I've learned, is to use your muscles. Because there was like a three or four year period where I just straight up didn't do any activity at all. And in that time, I had horrible back pains. I had like horrible... I had that too. I had, I had horrible like everything. Like everything in my body just hurt. My hips were terrible. My back... Dick pain. Dick pain. Like yeah. biggest muscle I have, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely... For me, definitely, it's like that's where the pee is stored. You can't have muscle there. So <laughs> you have to give him a squeeze every now and then. Yep. Uh, true. True. That's uh, uh, in all seriousness though. Just like do something walks like some sport activity. Just do something with your body. Otherwise you'll like, you'll think you're aging. And I realized I felt older at like age 26 than I do at age 29. Cause I wasn't doing anything. Hmm. That's, yeah, true. I thought... well, that, that's another good one because I mean, I definitely, you know, as I've told you many times, Ryan, I, I did nothing for like two years and now I'm like starting to get back in shape and oh my God, I feel so much better. It's like, it's important. It becomes, becomes an addiction, man. It kind of an does. Addiction. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually have a theory I want to uh, run by you guys. Maybe it's not a theory, but it's like, it's something that I noticed Wh whenever, whenever like I'll say something about the gym on like a YouTube video or sometimes even on Twitch. There will be people in the chat that are like, Jenkins doesn't go to the gym. Like, there's always this, this like 
huge like question mark from people because like obviously I'm a fucking disgusting degenerate. Like I drink, you know, I drank so many of these per day that I li- I li- literally gained like I have migraines now. Like I'm a migraine person. Uh, but I-, I think there's this problem out there where people feel like the gym is still something for bros, like which I think was true. I think was true back in the day like maybe 10 years ago or something. But I feel like the gym is filled with a lot of normal people now. Like when I go to the gym, like number one, if you look at Planet Fitness stocks, like they've been fucking popping off, right? Like people are not people are not going to these like expert gyms where people are pumping iron like, you know, 200 kilograms and shit. Like normal people are going to normal gyms. They're very not scary. But I, I still I still think there's this large group of people out there that has this mentality that the gym is just bros there. But at, when I go to the gym, well, I go at 3 a.m., so that probably doesn't help. But it's just it's just degens. It's like gamers. There's sometimes the morning people. It's like elderly. Like I, I go, there's like a 78-year-old guy that goes to the gym. There's one guy that was like used to be a, a fucking heroin addict, and he was like 300 pounds and shit. Now he's like he's got he's got all this loose skin, but he's jacked, like just the most like inspiring guy ever. Like you have a bunch of people that are not gym bros at the gym. But I still think there's this idea that it's the gym is just for gym bros, you know. Do you guys find that? Uh, Did I you listen to the heard. last four minutes of what he said there? Oh, I haven't heard oh, every fucking time. <laughs> every time, sick of this shit. I haven't personally noticed that, you know, Jenkins. But you know, I maybe I don't know. No, maybe, I definitely maybe, I know what Jenkins I, is I, saying. I feel like there was a time in like the 2000s where I didn't even like, go to the gym not, back then. It, no, I'm saying no, it's like, I'm talking about something else where like, it wasn't cool to like be good at school, you know, like where yeah. like being a nerd, like being a nerd was like a bad thing. Yeah. Yes, like it 10 was. years. Yes, it and then was. like 10 years later, it's like, it's all mutually agreed upon that if someone calls you a nerd, it's actually like endearing. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Extent. Yeah. Right? People want to so, be people want to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's it's I don't see calling somebody a nerd as like an insult anymore. And I would also say like there was definitely some similar vibe with like going to the gym. I think they both. The reason why I say it's similar vibe is like they're both like life tryharding. Do you know yeah. what I mean? like one of them yeah. school or like your mind? The other one is more of your body. But like I've learned that people go to the gym, they're just people that want to take care of themselves. That's really like all I've really. No, learned it about is. Yeah, gym. it is. It is. It There's is. There's a lot of people that don't want to talk to anyone and just you know do their gym workout and get out of there. Like, I don't think I've like ever talked to anyone that doesn't work at my gym. <laughs> Like when I'm there, I literally show yeah. up with, with my my headphones in. I or I take one out to say hi to whoever's at the desk. Usually, put it in, do my workout, and I leave and say bye. And that that's that's all of my interaction at the gym. <laughs> Here here's a here's a question. Do you guys ever think like is it that that like nerd being cool or uncool or going to the gym being cool or uncool or whatever? Like the vibes associated with the with these things. Like are these changing because? They're actually changing with the times in society, or are they changing because we're all late twenties now, so we view it differently? Like, is it us viewing? Like, do high school students these days still make fun of each other, calling each other nerds? Probably. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I I don't know any young people. I don't know, dude. I don't got I, nieces I, or nephews. I mean, I, I mean, they probably make fun of each other just using different lingo, right? That's just how like language evolves. Like they they just say True. like their Zoomer shit, and they're like, ah, you're. I mean, I am not even gonna pretend to make up a Zoomer phrase because I don't. I That's fucking don't Liddy, bro. That's Liddy. <laughs> I, I do not interact with, with actual Zoomers. <laughs> Bless. 
<laughs> or somebody actually, says they don't. The high school minds have also changed, but I think this is like a a valid possibility, Jenkins. I never really thought about it. Very philosophical well, I, of you. I, I I remember like for, for me the, where that changed was like it was actually like a, a very quick change. It wasn't like a short you know over a long period of time. When I went to university, I went to like a math university, and immediately upon getting there, I realized that like the smart kids, the, the like they were th- that was cool there because it was it was like it was just assumed that if you're smart, uh, it was like a university where they do like co-op in the in the in the summers. It's like one of the can- only Canadian universities that has like re- you're required to do like work during the summers. And uh, so, like, if you were smart and got good grades, you get the good jobs and you'd come back and you'd be fucking loaded after the summer. You'd have like a nice car or something like that. So it's like, I don't know. It's just it was immediately obvious to me that like all the stuff that I had thought during high school that was cool, like partying and I don't know, that sort of shit was not. I mean, that was still all right, but it it was not as cool (laughs) as being the guy that gets the good grades and then goes and gets a job and comes back with fucking Lambo. You know what I mean? because the the high school that i went to was like it was a hillbilly high school like we had a a tech class and what that actually what the tech actually was was wood tech they were making birdhouses and shit and it's like don't get me wrong that that's cool that you know carpentry is cool we're always going to need carpenters and shit but when i hear the word tech i'm not thinking of birdhouses i'm thinking of computers you know (laughs) that's how hillbilly my school was it was like it was cool to like ride around in four wheelers, and if you liked video games, like people didn't even have the fucking internet, you know. Yeah. You guys are building birdhouses all day. It was like a huge, quick change for me. I literally don't know what I would do without the internet. I've like I have been like glued to the internet for the last twenty years of my life. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I I like I always have these like like thoughts these like fantasies of like oh man like just living in the woods you know nobody out there to fucking bother use some castle yeah something like that but then i think like oh my god there would not be fiber out there (laughs) that would fucking suck what would you do with all your time what what would you do with all your time i I guess like walk around your castle right like explore (laughs) explore every day every day i mean mean, mean, see, see what's new in each part of your castle like you could climb. You could climb it. I I can't even do a pull up, dude. I couldn't <laughs> fucking climb it, bro. You guys can explore no your castle. I'll just walk around in Elden Ring and explore those castles. It, I, exactly. You could go in the VR world too if you. If you I feel like it. everything's just better on the internet. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Like I agree <laughs> with you. Like if you think of like some life adventure, the only things I, the only things I can, like enjoy in life outside of the internet that like doesn't make me. It doesn't make me like wish I was on the internet is when I like go to like beaches or like something ocean related or something like high in the mountains, like just some destination where it's like you yeah, can't experience the feeling. The... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. feeling that you get when yeah, you're yeah. And, and like it. You're, you're actually breathing in fresh air and like Yeah. You know, Dude, something like, like that. <laughs> it's been so long since I've actually been to like a location like that. I swear to God. It's been like two years. I mean, I guess because I guess that's COVID. I guess well, that's just how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I, but I mean, even when like, I don't know, when I've traveled for like Dota, then sometimes I've just like gone like, you know, done something random in a different country and been like, oh yeah, that's just like a kind of cool experience, you know? Like, uh, in in Disneyland Paris, they they got us tickets to a uh to a light show, 
like wow. in Disneyland and you know I got to do that and I was like that was an absolutely wild to be fair yeah. that was probably the coolest major ever yeah it, it was yeah, in well, fucking I, Disneyland I mean that that's I know. <laughs> like that's I was pretty, pretty happy insane. to go to that one <gasps> that's pretty insane yeah you know I just yeah. like you. You think of the major. I think of like skiing here, because like I just did. I just skied for like the first time in like five years, probably. Dude, and, I like, want to snowboard again so bad. Dude, you should. So all that really happened was uh, like I've kind of like slowly been integrated into Collie's New York friend of or group of friends, and we uh-huh. like Collie and I were talking about going skiing, and then two of her like a a, a couple that we we're close friends with, they were also going skiing. And they were like, yeah, we're going on, like, the 14th of February to Colorado. You want to join us? We're like, fuck yeah. Because the thing about ex- – I've learned about trips now is that hotels and shit are so expensive. Everything uh, is so yeah. expensive. So you yeah. just go with, like, six people and you just, like, share an Airbnb Dude, or something. Dude, I, I couldn't do that, bro. I couldn't do you that. I got misophonia. That? No, I got misophonia. Google it. It's I'm a, it's literally a, going to it's Google a, It's a, a, a problem. It's a I cannot if somebody's snoring I fucking can't it's sleep. So phony, gives me insomnia, bro. If I hear any snoring, uh, it's yeah. called selective sound sensitivity syndrome. Is a condition in which certain sounds trigger an outburst marked by irritation, anger, or aggression. They react <laughs> in right. extreme and often emotional ways to certain trigger sounds. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh, oh, oh yeah. wait. I, I think I've seen Gremlo uh, buy back out of out of certain emotions. Oh, okay. All right. Back, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. This condition you have makes a lot of sense now that I am reading the definition. I, of- I, am, I am realizing that there, you Google things when you're an adult and you realize that there are things that you do that are not so normal. I also realized I have tactile defensiveness, which I didn't know was a thing. There are certain fabrics like I can't touch. Like it, it like I legit, it, it's like torture to touch certain like fabrics. Te- I, I have that with certain, uh, like the textures of certain foods. Like if I feel it in my mouth, it literally like, it messes with you me might, so much. You might, you, like, you. I really don't like that. <laughs> Google, Google tactile defensiveness, dude. I'm telling you, you, they, that's, that's like fabrics and things in your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> to fabrics and food. Google things in your mouth, guys. No, don't Google that. Things, That's going to be very sexual. That would be erotic. Do, like, things I put in my mouth. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to be good. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. But, you know, you realize you have these things that are wrong with you. and you, You're an adult and you're like, oh, shit. I've had this since I was a kid. You know? I always hear, like, I, I hear something, like, I can hear music from fucking miles away. I'll legit be like, Sitting on the computer playing Dota. I'm seriously, seriously, dude. Seriously, dude. And I'll I'll be like, dude, do you hear that music? And she's like, she's like, no, I don't hear anything. And then we'll like go to the window and in the distance you can hear like there's a club that's like playing loud music way out there. And she's like, How do you hear that shit? I'm like, because it fucking pisses me off. I can hear it. It's it's giving me anxiety right now. Hearing certain noises gives me anxiety. I fucking hate birds. Bird tweeting gets me. Like those motherfuckers. There was one bird, Frank, that sat on the side of my window and tweeted in towards the window. I swear to God, not even joking. And I had to go knock on the window to get him to fuck off and fly away. And this guy was sitting there tweeting into the window. Did you retweet? Brian, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> Can we cut that part, editor? Cut that out. Cut, cut that editor. Cut that. Strider, that's his name. Get, come on, Strider, get it out of here. That was horrible.
that bird was real. Ask my girl. Ask my girlfriend next time we play. Ask her. She. It was there. It was fucking loud, man. They're loud. I hate birds. Anyway, sorry. Were you gonna ask Ryan? You had some question. I asked if you retweeted. <laughs> I was like, um, cut that again. I mean, cut it again. Cut, cut it again. It, it never happened. It never happened. Uh, but no, I mean, what I, uh, I mean, I was, I actually totally forgot what I was going to say now that you've been, <laughs> cause you go on for like three minutes longer than I anticipated. I know. Sorry about that. Oh, get lost listening. The original, the original point that you made was that there were things you thought were like normal about people that you yeah. learn later is just you. It's you. Yeah. 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 What are you, I'm sure you guys have some of those things. Monkeys. Wait, what do I have? Things that are not normal about you that you didn't like realize you were thought not were normal. normal, but like, like, as I mean, you I, got I, older, definitely, you I definitely they were. do, but like, I, I mean, I you know, like, I'm struggling to think of one that comes to mind, but I know I have. Yeah. One. Yeah. I, I, get back to me in a, in a year when I'm li- like, after I've lived with my friend for a while and he like, he tells me all of the shit that, that I do. That's not normal. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, my gambling guy was uh, just messaging me there, so I had to... Oh, nice. Are you are, are you gonna do another four thousand dollars? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> One of these messages is gonna be, "Hey, it's not you, it's me." <laughs> uh, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. All right, Somebody Brian. Asked, you... Does this podcast have some Dota points? Uh, <laughs> this is a Dota player podcast, which very rarely talks about Dota. You know, the thing is, is for people watching, like, what, what percentage of our lives do you guys think is Dota? Like, Jenkins and Monkeys here, like, oh my probably, god. It's what, like, 60 to 70 percent? Like, That's what like, Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, does making a Dota custom game count? I mean, that would probably be considered Dota as well. Oh, right? I actually had wanted to ask you about this. So, before okay. we transition topics, I will say that, uh... Basically, you know, we taught we our entire lives are engulfed in Dota, and I understand that you guys probably watch us to watch Dota, but this is Dota players bonding over things that are not Dota. So Jenkins, though, I will I, I did more. This, this was or on my outline. Sometimes Dota, sometimes sometimes Dota. Like Dota. occasionally, a Dota story comes into it where Jenkins mentions, you know, why he built Hood Halberd on Death Prophet, or sorry, why Grimlow did that and why he approved of of the build. So. Um, Jenkins is actually building a custom game. Have you, have you like talked much about it on your stream? Do you talk about it a lot? Uh, not, not really. I mean, when I, when we play it, we talk about the, the gameplay and stuff, but, uh, well, I got to play it myself and I'll say it was pretty fun. It's another auto battler. Do you like, you don't like hold back things about it, right? None of this is like, no, no, no. I I actually want you to play the next one or the, the, this version of it, because I, I think we're at like. We're at we're at a version that like I'm happy to show people. It's like the UI is scuffed, but in terms of the gameplay, I actually think it's really fun right now. Like we added, what did you guys uh, we added since I last played. Uh, so we added so balance. We ba- we balance a bunch of shit. Um, that's always that's always a thing. Is because like there are certain things in Dota that are they're balanced because Dota is a very a very long game, a very strategic game. So like for example. With Crystal Maiden Alt, you can just walk out of it. So it does a lot of damage. It does way more damage than if it were to stun, for example. Because in, in Dota, you just position differently, right? In our game, 
it's AI. So the fuckers just run in and stand there in the CM ult. So it's actually like it was the best ability in the entire game. So we had to reduce the damage by like 50% and it's still still really good. Same with something like CM Aura. That's really good because that lasts the entire duration of the game in Dota. So it gives you a lot of mana over that whole period. But when your battles are like 30 seconds long, it's not actually that great of an ability anymore. So we had like there are numbers that we have that we had to tweak. But then we added gods. So there's a shopkeeper god, for example, that makes it so that your shop has half as many spells in it, but they cost two gold each instead of three gold. And it's actually really fucking OP. It's really strong, but it totally changes the way that you play the game because you have less to choose from, but the spells are like a lot cheaper. So I know other auto battlers have that. They have these like, uh, I think Atomic War calls them lords. Um, I didn't realize how fun those were, like these like conditions on the game, basically. It's like, here, play this game, except it's like one fundamental condition has changed. Like there's another, there's another god that we have that every time the round is over, it randomly upgrades a spell that you have. So what I did is I only went four spells. I had four heroes that had literally nothing, and I just threw them in to tank, and I had four heroes that just upgraded all their spells, and it was fucking sick. So you got to play it. It's it's like it feels really good right now. I, I will say, I, I mean, that, that actually sounds really fun, and that concept is in Hearthstone's Auto Battler. Like that's why I like Battlegrounds so much because it's literally the same game, but every hero you play has like some, like when this happens, they get this benefit or whatever. And it's like everyone's drawing from the same pool of spells or minions or whatever. But if you like, every game is just a slight tweak. That's what us Dota nerds like fucking love. Like, how can you min max I, on dude, like this like one little parameter that you're adding to the game? So I'm happy to hear you guys did that. That sounds like fun. I, I'm I, I'm glad Suns fan like Suns fan is he's really into auto battlers. He's like he's like you. He fucking he loves these sorts of games. I was not super into them. Like I I just so I really like the base game because it just feels like it just feels like ability draft to me, except easier. It's like ability draft, except you're drafting for a whole team, and then it's automatically doing it for you. So I like that. Uh, and he w- and I was like, dude, I don't know if we need to make it more complicated. Like, if we add these gods, it might be too complicated for people. And he's like, no, trust me, it's not going to be complicated. We added them, and they they feel fucking awesome. How many do like, you have feel- so far? Uh, there's like we we have like ten. We have like ten so far. I think we're probably going to launch with like twelve. Uh, do you get to choose out of any of them or do you like get a random choice of like three? Uh, you you get a random choice of three and you can you can re-roll you can re-roll them like once or something like that so okay. yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna be like a random choice basically like every game it's gonna be enforced that you're probably gonna play it pretty differently which it which i which i really like uh, that's what i like i'm i i mean that that's just good gameplay if every if every game starts like repeating itself and like I don't know. You really you get bored of games like that. You risk way, it getting boring that, at that point. You know? Yeah, ex- exactly. So I I think I think the way that we did it was I mean, we'll see, I guess. We'll see how it goes cuz these are just my feelings and and obviously people are watching from the stream and saying like, "Oh, this game looks fun," but they're my stream viewers, so they're probably going to be nice to me. Like you'd be a real asshole to be like, "Oh, this game looks like shit." Um but it feels it feels fun. It feels good. I'm I'm excited to to have people play it. Like I I genuinely do think it's a it's a fun game. The base game was really good, and then adding these gods added a layer to it that I think uh, that I, I really enjoy. I think what is going to be your guys' opportunity to set this apart, which you've already mentioned to me, and it's actually an interesting discussion just in regards to like video games in general and like what a lot of popular games are doing, is the fact that you've talked to me about how like you guys want to incorporate 
like streamer packs or some sort of like incentive yes, for we people do. to actually yeah. stream the game. Because at the end of the day, I think most games in the current age, if it's not getting streamed, it's not going to live. Like the game will eventually just die off. I don't. It doesn't matter if it's a custom game. Doesn't matter if it's an actual game. Like I firmly believe that like the streamer. I'm not trying to like give streamers like too much credit, but it's like if I'm streaming a game. At least five or ten percent of my viewers are going to give it a try, like at it, least it, it, five to ten percent, yeah. right? It's just, it's just true though. It's like one of those things that you can't that you can't avoid. And I, I think there's been a lot of like game development companies that do it right, like Riot paying people to play like Valorant for the first time, and it's like popping off. Like all of these games that pay people to play, it's like it works, dude. It's been shown to work, but. For me, I, I, the, what we're trying to do that I hope sets us apart is that we want to make it like a, a a long-term thing where the streamers can make a lot more money than just like, oh, we'll give you $1,000 to play the game. Like we're trying to make it so that like, um, I mean, I guess it's like, an, it's like an affiliate thing, but it's it's like you have gamers that are used to like microtransactions, right? You have gamers that are used to like, you know, you go in, like, you're already going to be able to be able to play with all your regular sets in Dota. Like, that was a really important thing for us because I hate the idea that you go to a custom game and you can't play with your Dota sets. I hate that idea because you're playing a game within a game. So, like, if you've spent money on Dota, I want that value to, to persist within our game because we're a Dota custom game. But the, but then, anyway, the, the microtransactions within our game are, is going to be like, you'll get a BSJ voice pack. So, when BS, when you beat somebody... They have to hear BSJ saying, "You just got banana slammed." <laughs> like you have to hear that shit, and it's and it's not just going to be something that's for you. It's going to be something that fucking tilts your enemies. That's that's the idea behind it. But then anytime somebody buys that, BSJ is going to get like fifty percent of the profits or something like that. So it's like one of these things where it's like I want I want streamers to feel like if they play the game and they support the game, like long term, they're they're gonna they're gonna make mo- some money off of it. You know. And I don't, I don't see why not. Like, I don't see how that's not good for, for us and for the for the streamers. I feel like maybe it's because I come from the perspective of a content creator slash streamer. But it's like, I'd be so much more willing to do something if I felt like my efforts towards, like, promoting that thing would be, like, directly impacting the money that I make off of it. Because, like, yeah. I, I want to go fucking all in on something, you know? It's like, that's that's fun for me. But if I'm just getting the same rate, it's like I'm not going to be so excited to to do that unless the rate's like insanely good. Then it's like, well, yeah. But then you're – yeah, it's like you want it to reflect effort, which I think for like gamers and Dota players, that makes sense. Like your MMR reflects your effort towards like queuing and stuff. Like you're used to seeing that return from like the effort that you put in. So I, I feel like that makes more sense than just like, hey, BSJ, here's $1,000. Play my game. It's like, no, here's $1,000. And then also like you sell your vo- – you record some voices for us we'll make it into a pack. You sell it or we'll, we'll sell it for you. And then we'll give you some profits. Oh, he's... No, I... <laughs> sorry. I, I could, I could go on. I'm sorry. What, what, what do you want? How do you want me to respond to all of that? Brian, what do you want me to say? Uh, you know, it's not come that on, I wasn't come on. listening to the last like three minutes, but I want to hear <laughs> you, you know, your thoughts on it. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. I, what? I was listening. Jenkins. <laughs> I fucking you know, this. you're talking about voice packs for streamers and imagine a monkey's laugh. Imagine imagine a monkey's and... laugh snickering at people when you're when wow, you're beating yeah. them. It's totally not like Valve hasn't put my laugh in 
those mother, those motherfuckers. <laughs> My God. If you want to support our crush gaming, buy these four zoomers fan pack. <laughs> well, technically, that only has one our crush member on there. Now. <laughs> you know, people are. Somebody says to please let monkeys talk. I don't think they understand that. Whenever it's like me, Jenkins, and maybe a couple other individuals involved, this is pretty much monkeys' contribution to the conversation, and that yeah. is laughing <clears throat> nonstop. Yeah. While Jenkins says some random Mark shit that just goes on go kill that guy, go kill that guy, and... get that guy. <laughs> Jenkins, who are you talking about? That guy. Except, except for the actual important things, like you know, getting a BKB or. <laughs> okay, dude. All right, are you fucking serious? You two are allied this morning. What the fuck, man? You guys are never on this the same morning. side until today. This hey, morning. Hey, don't pick up on that. Don't pick up on that. Don't fucking talk about it. Point it out. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous that he points that out. I fucked up and said that, and he points it out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed now, Brian. What do you want me to say? That this yeah, is I woke up early your morning. That's how it is. Morning is a relative. It's an abstract <laughs> concept. You know, morning is when you've just woken up, and for six p.m., that's you. You know, for you, that's six. Hey, if I get us a team house, you guys gonna move with me? Yeah, probably not, because I'm I'm literally contractually obligated to to live in the Netherlands. So, for how long? How when's that over? Uh, a year and a half. Okay. I can come you visit, can, uh, though. You can? All right, Monkeys, yeah, I'll get us a team house. I, don't worry. I don't have any obligations, Jenkins. I'll I'll just move it. We, we, we have to move into a haunted house, though. Like, just, oh, yeah. per, just oh, yeah. permanently live in a haunted house. It has to be a haunted house <laughs> with fiber. Yeah, yeah. I, so think, I, I think there's a few of those. I think that, yeah. uh, there's there's haunted houses in, like, cities, like old, like, cultist houses and stuff like that. That'd probably be the worst, like one of these like demonic houses, you know, like ghosts are one thing, but demons, they're something else, man. Like, because they can actually fucking kill you. Now, this is true, Jenkins, and you're helping me segue because we're talking about haunted house with ghosts. And you know what ghosts do? They'll often, excuse me, vanish as uh, this episode is brought to you guys by IPVanish.com or sorry, the VPN IPVanish. You can find IPVanish at IPVanish.com slash BSJ, which you can get 70% off for the next yearly plan. And it's also a 30-day money-back guarantee. It dips all the services of a VPN, guys. So right now, you can actually use promo code BSJ for 70% off. So if you guys are looking for a VPN, it has all the reliable features of a vpn that you need it's been given a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 and it's wow 4.6 out of 5 oh, jenkins not out of 10 that's cr- but that's out wild. of 5 so yes guys please you know ipvanish.com I, I, I want i want my security i want my security risks to vanish tonight with your ip downloading vanish with my ip with ipvanish.com slash bsj Exactly. IP- Thank you, Jenkins. That was perfectly executed. <laughs> IPVanish.com slash Zodiac Killer's son. Also known as BSJ. Also known as BSJ. <laughs> uh, he's doing the four Zoomers laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is the exact same laugh. That's the one. The one. Yeah, they, they, they're going to steal that one for next season, bro. 
I felt like I was like I was gonna try to naturally fit that into our podcast at some point, and every time I thought about I was gonna say it after Jenkins, he just kept going for like another two or three minutes. So I forgot. To- <laughs> <laughs> okay, you fucking invited me, dude. No, that's what I the guests get up early are for. for this. No, the guests are the guests are not to enhance the quality of the podcast. It's to lower the workload for monkeys and I. Am I right, monkeys? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I love it when our guests just talk nonstop. It's it's actually the best. You know, Jenkins, you should just become a permanent member and literally just like go on. I accept. Like I accept every, every week. You can't take that back. I accept. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be adding. I'll be adding Dota Capitalist also as a permanent member. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody like uh, maybe Newsham, your bubby, or or, or, or what, what about Sir Action Slacks? And I know that's kind of a uh, out there. Just, that's 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 fishing. We, I don't we know. can you do might, we can like do a double, busy. Bubby, a double bubby podcast if we had Newsham on here. Double bubby, double bubby, because yeah, you guys because you guys are bubbies and then we're bubbies. Bubby double bubby. For anybody, I'm just letting you know that until I actually got used to you using the term bubby, I thought that was like the cringiest shit. <laughs> so I have to imagine the viewers at home who have not heard this talk of Bubby before. They're probably thinking it's. Super I love. I love my Bubby. I love my Bubby. Where did this start? Like, who started this? Was this you or Newsham that started the I Bubby shit? I don't know, dude. It's, it's, I feel uh... like the best things we hardly remember where they actually originated. No, at all. yeah, you can't. You can't remember. It's like. I, I always think it was him, and then he'll be like, no, dude, that was you. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll just agree, agree to, to disagree. To be fair, I, I would probably trust Nushi's, Nushi's memory a bit more than, than yours, Jenkins. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know, dude. There's sometimes he'll say he'll say things like, dude, remember when you did this? And it's like, I do, but that was literally somebody else. Like, I'll remember <laughs> the guy that did the thing. He'll be, usually it's talking about, like, the l- – l- first team house that we did the leviathan team house or the next one the second one and then there's the third one where i got kicked for monkeys uh that was those were dark actually that was every that was right before we bdg yeah yeah or right Right before yeah right before we bdg yeah because we right before you fucking peaked your absolute peak in life (laughs) that's the one victory i can actually talk about in my in my my competitive thing my favorite thing was when we had crit on the podcast brian and and you're like, what? What's one of the things that annoys you the most about streaming? And he's like, my viewers will not let me forget when you beat me on <laughs> Team Leviathan. <laughs> they won't let him forget because I make sure I mention it at least once every two weeks or so, so people have this false impression that I had some semblance of a successful career. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what I do for that one? I say I beat Wings on LAN, and then they won TI. Hell yeah, it's true. Wait, it's true. Did you? Yes, yeah. At WC, they beat they beat us on the series, but we uh, took a game off of Wings. Uh. We took a game off of Wings. Uh, I think they ended up getting like second place at at WCA. Uh, to be right. fair, people were like sitting out in the cold. That was the tournament that S four was like deathly ill and playing. Like people were getting ill because it was so cold there. It was fucking freezing. It was like in in the in the north of China. So it was freezing ass this. cold, yeah. And beat, uh, they bit. I beat Wings in a scrim, but never, never in an. Official. All right, all right. That's not bad. Did you that did you copy bad. paste the screenshot and save it no, somewhere? I I, I I no. I was no scrim leaker. I ne- I never took screenshots of scrim. Yeah, I was just I was trying to catch you. I was trying to see if you're a snitch. 
No. The you only passed. time I ever beat EG in a scrim was back when uh, Life Stealer could infest Ancients at level six. I, I knew that. I knew that you, was gonna be the strategy you were gonna bring up. And it does the fucking rate. Like I remember that was the best patch because the Life Stealer radiant shit was unironically so broken because Ancients were magic immune. Yep, so, so you just, just ran like, around in a car. You just ran around burning people. That was so annoying. That was, was so obnoxious. It would take, like, you couldn't do anything about the creep. You would just see a Radiance creep with, like, 2.2 thousand HP and is literally immune to all magic. Always would, yeah. And it's just running at you with, like, 90 damage. And you're like, well, guess I'm just going to run under my tier 2 tower and not do yeah, anything. Yeah, you could, you could, like, tank the tier 2s as well at that point. Yeah. So they, were, they, were, they were, like, half as strong. I, I remember, like, Lifestealer be cutting creeps at the tier 3, and you just, like, have to let them. You just let your towers die. It's like, oh. Yeah. Un until yeah. you just wait. It's like, wait till you have, like, three items. Then we can, like, deal with this creep. That was the original game mode items. of the of the arco of the content team trying to do the no kills thing. That was, like, the original test. You know, there's somebody on the enemy team you're just not allowed to kill. And they're just going to cut creep waves for the entire game. But, they've uh, done a good job removing a lot of the bullshit from Dota like that. Yeah, like, well, they, I'm, they... I'm kind of sad about it, though. Like, I don't oh, know. The, the bullshit is what made Dota Dota, you know? Like, I, I mean, like, I get why they had to do some of it. But, like, I don't know. Like, axe creep cutting waves and stuff like that. That was so fun. And, like, I don't know. Well, to me, it was fun because I would always get so farmed. And then I would. Same. Yeah, I love that shit. I love that shit. That was good. I did not like that shit. <laughs> Two stout shields, baby. You just take zero damage from creeps. That was. Sick. <laughs> yeah, or port. I mean, I'm sure you you missed the PMS meta, Brian. Oh, those were the days. Those were yeah. the days. Poor man shield was a nice item until all the offlaners were buying it. Yeah, yeah, until, until centaurs. That was literally yeah. I was gonna say just, just poor man shield and go they're literally and go. poor man shield and getting like they're just running at me and I'm like this is yeah. this is not. <laughs> I literally take more damage hitting this guy because of return or like spin yeah. or some shit <laughs> yeah. than I actually yeah. do yeah. to him. But um, surprisingly, and not surprisingly, I feel like when I talk to Jengens more so than usual, it already happens with monkeys, but it time flies by. It's been over an hour and 15 minutes already on the podcast, guys. That's like way longer than we normally go. That's 75-minute really podcast. Is. So, you know, Jenkins, uh, we appreciate you coming on. You always spice up the room. Any uh, last words for the fans out there? No. Okay. That being said, thanks for watching, guys. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Remember to check out ipvanish.com slash what was what you called it? Where did there? Jenkins go? He Jenkins vanished. Nor, oh, that's the other. Uh, that would be the Zodiac Killer. It's killer's son, yes. ipvanish.com slash uh, Ted Kaczynski. That's thanks for watching, bummer. guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. See you guys later. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.